do not listen to this episode of this podcast until you have watched the movie Halloween Kills. We will spoil the fuck out of it. Please go watch Halloween Kills before listening to this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third <laughs> annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host, Otis, and this is episode 17 of this awesome show, and I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad. And today we're reviewing the one day old, day and a half old. Brand new, not even t- 24 hours old. Yeah, I think it came out last night. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the brand, super duper brand new. This is the newest of a movie we've done. Halloween Kills is part two in the trilogy of the Halloween films. The newest Halloween films. So, uh, we'll talk about it. But uh, for the uninitiated, Halloween, uh, it's about just a just a crazy person that comes back home to Haddonfield, Illinois, and murders people. That's kind of it. For and all the people there, in the way. <laughs> for anyone out there who isn't quite sure exactly which serial killer this movie is about... It's about Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. So if you know, recognize the masks or the names, but don't recognize necessarily oh, titles. Michael Myers, excuse me. Uh, if this is about Michael Myers, he's the one with the William Shatner mask, the white and the crazy hair. Mm-hmm. Reverse one, but reverse, yes. Reverse, not Jason. Is that what that mask not is? The yeah, it's, it's a reverse uh, William it's Shatner inside mask. Inside out William Shatner mask. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. When did they? From the nineteen seventies. Always been they, like that. I was gonna say they talked. That. They talked on something about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that's. I don't know why. I mean, I that's can't not what the mask is, Sorry, is what now the, anymore. No. But that's what, what the original one. I, yeah. I I love that one scene in Baby Driver where that one one of the the guys Mike was Myers. supposed to get Mike Myers masks and he comes with <laughs> Austin Powers masks. <laughs> So, uh, this is a direct, super duper direct sequel to the 2018 movie called Halloween. And, but Otis, it's 2021. What, but it was going to come out. It's not 2020. So, COVID 19 pushed this movie back a lot. Mm -hmm. And then they were planning on filming Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, the last one of this trilogy. But a lot of things happen, so uh, they're going to film that at some point, probably very soon, because this one's doing great, uh, yeah, ratings-wise, and, and everyone's happy about it. Uh, this It's it's a damn good sequel, and um, from what I wanted out of a sequel, I got uh, a lot more questions. A good sequel will feel like Empire Strikes Back, and this felt like Empire Strikes Back. It's not a happy ending. It's a lot of questions, and just like, damn, everybody's fucked up. Uh, it's it's really 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 damn good. So, uh, Katie, what did you think about Halloween Kills? Um, I thought it was a really great gore film. I would say, as far as the lore of the story, it's not my favorite. It was okay. Uh, Michael kills an insane amount of people in this movie, like just wrecks dudes for no goddamn reason. Which was cool to see, but I don't know. This movie was l- severely lacking in Lori, and I wanted more Majorly. of it. Majorly. And I, w- I wanted more of... And I, I understand why it makes sense. Like, she would be also be superhuman if she just, like, turned around out of what happened out of the first movie <laughs> and, like, popped up and was like, all right, let's fucking go again, Michael. Like, fuck it. No, she's a normal human, and she got hurt, and then now she's in the hospital. I get it. But it was just sad. Like that's what I that's who I wanted to see fight. I don't give a fuck yeah. about any of these other people. Like exactly. I only want to see Jamie Lee Curtis fight him. So <laughs> I was kinda disappointed, but I liked like the style of the movie, the the makeup, the effects, everything was fantastic as far as that goes. And I really liked all the different new ways that he killed people. Like it was some very creative shit in this film. Emma. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. That was a lot. That was a fuck ton. It it was great. It was disgusting. That was really it was really gross. I don't mind like doctory kind of blood stuff, but 
the killing kind of blood stuff is absolutely disgusting. But it really helped in this to drive the creepy factor. Micah. <laughs> um, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, it definitely suffered the, we want to be like Marvel and Star Wars and bring continuity into our universe thing that really fell short. Brings back all the old I, I did kind of enjoy that they tried to bring continuity, and I was here for it. And at one point, I was like, yeah, I'm here for it. And then it just kind of went too far. It's it's the whole, like, we are making a Godzilla universe, but we're interjecting a human storyline into it. And it's like, we, we're not here for that. Give us the monster. And we got a lot of the monster killing, which was great. But then it was just like, here's human drama that's happening like really far away from the monster battle. And it's like, no, bring us back to the monster yeah, battle. Go back to the dude's like, mask. Yeah. <laughs> Show the gross out of your face. That's my line. Oh wow. I know. I'll share it. But yeah, uh no, overall the 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 monstrous parts of this movie were fantastic. And uh some of the some of the deaths were a shock <laughs> with with how effective they were, and then some of them were just straight up brutality. And so it was a good mix. It wasn't just him, you know, going in and bashing people's heads in, and do, it was it was very creative with <laughs> with how they went about it. Um, but I would have liked to have seen the movie centered on him a little bit more. But it was it was just too much too much drama surrounding the the monster battles. Oh yeah. So that was that was my take on it. But overall, like the when it when you do get the monster battle, it's Mike Myers throws throws some uh, some death your way, and it's like yeah, that's yeah. what we came to see. Yeah. Thank you for delivering. <laughs> so uh, what Micah actually was talking about the whole MCU just the Marvel nod is. Tons of people from the first movie. So with these, this new trilogy that Danny McBride worked on, he ignores every movie except the first Halloween, the one in 1978. Yes, that's the only one that he acknowledges as a real movie. Everything else is crap, even though the second Halloween is damn good. Uh, Halloween H show is good, too. But, um, so Lori was a babysitter. I'll just be quick about it. Uh, she was babysitting two kids when The Shape, or Michael Myers, whichever word you want to use, he's The Shape now, he ain't no fucking human, but um, comes and attacks her. Those two kids pop up in this movie. The One of her friends that dies, the dad was a cop. He's in this movie. The nurse that watches Michael get away and hop in a car and drive away in the original movie, she pops back up. She was also in Halloween H2O, and she survived. Um, they pull everybody that they can from the original movie to be in this. So, but Otis, Paul Rudd was Tommy in that, like, the fifth movie. Yes, they actually tried to get Paul Rudd for this movie, but he was busy doing the Ghostbusters movie. No So he couldn't shit. do it. So we would have huh. saw Paul Rudd no making shit. mobs in this. He would have oh. absolutely been in it. Because he was like, yeah, that, I'm, I'm down. But he was doing that, so they couldn't wait. They yeah. waited long enough. So I will couldn't. say, I feel like the pandemic has let actors and actresses kind of have a lot more fun with the roles that oh, they yeah. do. And it Making feels like, yeah. And it feels like because the executives will just do their own thing once they have all the footage in the end anyway, mm -hmm. they're just like, do what you want. Yeah. Do what you, It's not making it onto the, the into theaters. So do, do yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. But I'm actually glad it wasn't Paul Rudd because this role like of that character is too angry, too vicious to be Paul Rudd. Like I think that it's Anthony, too vindictive. I think Anthony Michael Hall did a really good job because he has like shifted himself from being that like sweet, lovable dweeb from the eighties into mm -hmm. this like angry serial killer like dude. Like that's who he is in a whole bunch of modern stuff. Like he's villain and an asshole. So seeing him be the kind of villainy asshole that he was in this movie. It worked, 
but I couldn't see Paul Rudd doing that. I like, just, like ooh. as we were watching, I was like trying to picture Paul Rudd like yelling at people, like, "Okay, st- kill him!" Like we have to stab, we have to stab him. him. Although, stab him. I'm like, although that would be a really cool thing if he was like some kind of mastermind serial killer. Like I could see Paul Rudd in that kind of thing, where he's like very yes. subdued, but yes. you know, so like, I, evil I could genius. See, yes, I could see Paul Rudd like doing that being a very quietly like next door neighbory type like i'm super chill and I'm, we're best friends and secretly on the side i kill people like the guy in disturbia i guess but mm-hmm. he couldn't be the character that anthony michael hall was in this film sure. like i couldn't Agreed. see him being the aggressive like i'm gonna hype everybody up in an angry way kind of guy he would have done it with jokes and it would have changed this film a lot so uh the movie he was in when he played tommy he was a he got PTSD from dealing with that because he saw him and freaked out and stuff, and so he actually went out and searched for Michael, and then he finds that Michael, this cult, helped him impregnate his cousin to make a daughter. Oh, Jesus! And they were gonna use it. These movies get weird, and so he sounds finds like, the baby. Just sounds like comic books. And he's it is, uh, and he's protecting the baby. That time he, he was out to do some work because at the end, you know what they do at the end? They get in a circle and beat his ass. They beat Michael down. And you know what he does? He puts a syringe full of chemicals in his face. And so he's oozing stuff and they whomp his head in. So uh, what happens in this? I can which, see Paul Rudd do it. One? I believe it's the fifth one. Uh, Paul Rudd's really good in it. It's really good. He did looks it, like he's 12. Like he did does it come now. out before Clueless? No, it was after, Don't I think. Stop me now. But um, I oh could see him. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him do it. Uh, one of the producers said that they absolutely wanted him to come back. He's a fan favorite, just like um, the main character from Hatchet. She was in one of them, too. And people were saying that hopefully she pops up because she's actually Michael's cousin or niece. It's Michael's niece, but I don't think that counts anymore. But the, the one chick from uh, Mary Beth from Hatchet. The one that like blows his face away. Yeah, she was in these oh, in two shit. of them. So, um, but no, I think Paul Rudd would have done great. So just like just like when uh, the the first officer that gets killed in the movie, yeah, and we're all just like, oh my god, there he is, there he yeah. is, this is the, guy the funny from, guy, the the, yeah. fun, the really awesome guy from Wolf Wolf Hollow. Yeah, I was, I was sad. That he Wolf got, of Snow Hollow. He got stabbed up. So um, for people that Summarizing. didn't watch the first Halloween, you should. It's really, really good. <laughs> so at the end, the Strode family, finally believing their crazy old grandma that a, <laughs> that a man's trying to stab her, uh, they actually trapped the crazy old guy, because he's old as fucking this, in the basement. So she made her house into a trap house. Not a drug house, but a trap <laughs> house. And they burn him down. And so it's like, hooray, as they leave... Uh, full of stab wounds and stuff, they see a fire department drive the other direction toward the burning house. So that's kind of what the trailers showed and everything like that. But yeah, if you haven't seen the first Halloween, the 2018 one, you are doing yourself a disservice. It is really, really, really fucking good. So uh, Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a damn did good we, movie. Did we do an episode on that? Yes, last week. I think year. we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we were sitting in the same spot. <laughs> uh, Shameless plug. Yeah, Go back and I can't remember what episode it was, but it, a year ago. Check it out. Yep. Um, but no, I would absolutely tell you to watch this and watch this one too. It's really good. So uh, we'll get through the story. So like I said, the Strode family, they're right in the back of a truck and they see the fire department head toward the burning house. And Lori's like, let it burn. Actually, a quote from another. The second movie, actually, Dr. Loomis says that because he shoots air containers in the hospital and blows up Michael and he's absolutely on fire walking slowly toward him and then fire department comes in and he's like let him burn because Loomis at that point was just like fucking kill him uh, yeah there's a ton of nods to other movies other Halloween movies in this movie and it made me smile a lot so while that's happening uh, Cameron hey you remember Cameron from the first movie he was Allison's boyfriend that cheated on her and he was wearing a dress they were uh, Bonnie and Clyde mm-hmm. yeah and he was Bonnie. So uh, he's walking home very sad about life. And he, like, dipped her phone into, like, cheese or something. At the party. He Some dipped sort it of fondue. Yeah, yeah, he was an asshole. So he's calling his best friend. Not one of his friends. Not only his best friend. But his face is on a gate, <laughs> if you remember. Because he was trying to kiss Allison and he got stabbed up. So mm-hmm. he finds 
Deputy Hawkins. Hey, you remember that guy? He got stabbed in the neck by that new doctor. Oh, yeah. He's not dead. And then you realize that Hawkins, he has himself a sweet-ass flashback from 1978. So after Dr. Loomis shoots Michael five times in the chest, and he falls off the second floor and eats it on the ground, and Dr. Loomis looks at him, he's like, it's over. And he looks back, and he's gone. He's like, boom, doom. And then it ends, because that's how it ends. Um, we actually catch up with Hawkins. He's actually chasing down Michael. He sees him doing his slow little dumbass walk down the street. And he misses, because you can't hit somebody going .2 miles per hour. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe these cops are any good in Hawkins. Oh, not Hawkins. That's Stranger Things. Haddonfield. That one. And so, uh, Deputy Hawkins and his partner... Hey, it's that dude from Wolf Snow Hollow. I like that dude a lot. Jim Cummings, not mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh Jim not Cummings. Not the good Jim Cummings. The, the one with the potty mouth. The up and coming Jim Cummings. Yeah. Oh the potty mouth. The, the more Jimmy Jim Cummings. Yeah. Jimmy Cummings. Yeah, Jimmy Cummings go. is more accurate because he's the young one. Yeah. Dude, but his, his fucking just, just on screen persona Jim. is little. fucking uh, awesome. It's little Jim. It's little Jim. Yeah. Big Jim. I, I enjoy, like, I, I know he's an actor, but I'm curious if he's done anything in, like, I don't know, police force. He seems like, he likes being a cop. It seems like that's, well, like, his, like, bread and butter. It also seems like he's, yeah, I agree, but most of the movies that he does are his own anyway. Yeah. So it seems like he enjoys <laughs> that he's, type of He's role. the director slash actor for a lot of the, the small things that he's in. But it definitely feels like he's jaded as a person already. So he's way more connected to being, you know, using a lot of uh, um, sarcasm and things like that. Yeah, all his characters kind of got this just, like, edge to him. So they head into the... Oh, he's not a strode. I was about to call Michael a strode. He's not a strode. Um, The Myers residence. um, In the original's timeline, they are related. But... Uh, they head into the house and they actually find Michael. Michael finds them, and he is choking the shit out of our favorite cop that didn't make it that long in this movie. And Hawkins tries to take a shot, and Michael's actually doing some real good hiding behind him, even though he's like you know twelve foot tall. He's like, Ooh, shoot me, and he actually shoots his partner in the throat, and then Michael he gets away. He just walks off, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, no. After he walks into the front lawn, and all the cops are there. But I'm and saying he just shot walks there. past yeah, Hawkins he just, he just and goes downstairs. Him. Yeah, because Hawkins runs over to his friend, who is like, yeah. Who no, he but shot he follows in him into the stairs and is like shooting at him, but like a stormtrooper and yeah, he keeps wildly. missing. Okay. I think there was another inch oh, a way out of the room or something like that. Because he would have killed him. So, if he so came this is what happened. Way. So he, yeah, oh yeah, that that makes a good point. How did he, he just walk past him? him? Yeah, no, there had to be another way out of that room. So uh, Michael takes a there's a quick exit. He's like, oh, that guy sucks at shooting, and he scoots off and makes it outside. And there is a straight up fiery line of cops. And then we see Doctor Loomis, a really cool de-aged. Another person looks a lot like him, Doctor Loomis. So because. Uh, Donald Pleasance is super duper dead. <laughs> he was old in the fucking 78 movie, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, and he runs up to him and he's like, did Michael kill? Did he kill again? And he asks him the question. Later on, we find out what he said. So, uh, present day, we meet up with Tommy Doyle. It's not Paul Rudd. Uh, and he's celebrating the 40-year anniversary of all of this shit and Michael being imprisoned. What a weird thing to celebrate. Well, it's better than being an alcoholic crazy person. He's just a crazy person, I guess. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) And he is friends with all the people that survived Michael's craziness that night. And so you find out... um, Oh, they meet up with a doctor and a nurse. Dressed up like a doctor and a nurse, but they're flipped because it's silly. Um, They actually discover Michael's in the back of their car and they freak out and they're like, that crazy dude, Michael's in the back of my car. So Tommy goes out there with a bat called uh, Huckleberry, old Huckleberry, (laughs) and uh, he's ready to fight. Michael drives off in the car and crashes it down a block and scoots off. And so Tommy has realized that Michael is back and he needs to fight. And so he's like, we got to do this. This is it. So it seems like this Tommy, a little more brazen than Paul Rudd's Tommy that didn't really want to fight, but he was curious about what the hell Michael was, because he's like, that dude isn't human. 
Uh, this time he just wanted revenge for the stuff that he went through. And so, um, like I said, Lori and the other Strodes, they see that the firefighters are heading toward her burning house. And so they're like, man, I hope they don't let him out. The firefighters get there. They're on the first floor just doing their job as firefighters. And one of them falls through a weakened spot in the floor and meets up with Michael. So Michael mm -hmm. was burnt up a little bit, but he found a little, little alcove closet. And he closed it down. He's like, I'll just stay in here. <laughs> so Michael probably would have survived even if they didn't like make a hole for him to get out. He probably would have been all right. And he would have came back. So I like that the writers wrote that in. They're like, oh, he wouldn't have died. He would have been safe in that small little room. Probably would have been burnt up. But he would have come. He would have came back and tried to kill again. So uh, the firefighters make him a way out, and he grabs a sweet ass like, like crowbar axe thing. I've seen that tool before that firefighters mm -hmm. have. It helps them like wedge things off and stuff. And Michael walks the out. The pressure pick and the axe yeah, on the, yeah. So he makes it outside, and there's at least twenty firefighters out there, and they all look at him. And they're like, "Oh, you look crazy, sir." And Michael just proceeds to murder. All of the firefighters, they try their moderate best to stop him. One is spraying a hose that, you know, they used back in the day to spray, like, minorities, and they fall over. Michael just walked into it like it was a water gun. Yeah. And uh, he, he's just blocking stuff. Okay, but I, I will say that obviously they're not going to turn a real full strength That's on true. an actor. Fuck but that. They, didn't, they didn't even try to make it look convincing. Because when he's, like, walking yeah. through it, it's, like, just like a garden hose. And you're yeah. just like... Well, it was only one person holding it, too. Yeah. A real fire hose needs more than one person because the pressure yeah. is too high. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're picking apart a, right. you know, they, they didn't put that much thought into it. Right. But, like, I mean, they like, probably but, did, but the actor was like, yeah. nah. With the, kind of, with the kind of resources that Miramax has for a fucking Halloween film, like, come on. No. <laughs> so, Michael kills all the firefighters and chops them into pieces. As Emma pointed out, when we he were literally at the makes little like firewood piles yeah. out of <laughs> every did. firefighter. He yeah. sure I'm really surprised did. he didn't just carry that goddamn chainsaw with him. Like, he gets bored of weapons. He'll put something down I mean, real that's fast. Fair. He, he goes back to that knife real and, quick, though. Well, knives are easy, but <laughs> anything else that he picks up, he's like, eh, that was cool. Yeah, I don't want anymore. Give me that knife back. Uh, so he actually drives back to Haddonfield because he wants to do something specific. I'll bring it up later. So, uh, Karen and Allison, the younger Strodes, they actually bring Lori to the emergency room because she's had, she got stabbed once. Twice by Michael. Yeah. Damn and, near eviscerated. And fell off that. a second story window mm -hmm. and then came back into the house and got beat up more by Michael. So she had a bad night. And um, while that's happening, Michael kills tons more people heading from Lori's burnt house somewhere. He's heading in a straight direction and so uh while they're there Lori believes that they killed michael and she's like fuck man thumbs up guys we did it and uh, <laughs> thumbs up let's do this uh allison and karen they learned from the cops that they didn't kill michael and michael is still on the loose and so they well karen realizes that she's not going to tell her mom yet because she knows and, her mom you know what and, and as much as we give judy greer shit for this character because the character is really shitty like, she stayed committed to that shitty-ass character yeah. and, like, continued to be shitty because then there was, like, a revelation slightly after this and it was like, I'm sorry, I was just, I didn't know how to tell you. And it's like, oh, that's so shitty. Yeah. You're so shitty. Why are you being so shitty? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they, yeah, they do not bring that up and they were like, no, because she knows that her mom will get the fuck back up and, like, let's do this. And like, no, you got holes in your body. You should lay down for a little bit. So uh, it's very reasonable. So Tommy, this whole time, Tommy has been driving around telling people, hey, you remember that crazy dude that killed people 40 years ago? Well, son of a bitch is back. We need help. And everybody's like, yeah, sure. I'm not doing shit tonight. <laughs> yeah, and he pulls a fucking Gaston for sure. Yeah, he yanks up. We're not safe until he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, Just he grabs time. everybody. And so he gives everybody a couple of blocks to check out and they're driving around. And then we see the first group with, uh, what was it, Vanessa. Mm -hmm. No, 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 that was the nurse's name. Uh, one of the groups with the nurse that was there and Marian, one of the kids. Yes. Marion and uh, something? Not not Lonnie. He had a, 
Not Lonnie, the like girl. Female's names, yeah. The girl. I can't remember her name, but uh, they actually meet up with Michael. He finds them, and you know, people do stupid things, and so they shoot the windows out, and he's able to grab and get into the car, and kills the doctor and the nurse, and kills Marion, the old lady, and one of them actually gets away, and so they have another point to put on their map, and they are realizing that he Lindsay. is heading. Yes, he is heading. Home. Michael wants to go home. He wants to go home. Oh. He's like Sandy. Sandy Cheeks. He wants to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Wish I was back in Haddonfield. Oh, dear. Where I can kill people really (laughs) fast. (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) Because that was deep, terrifying. Deep cut SpongeBob reference. It's one of my favorite songs. That's a deep fake. So, uh, Cameron, hey, with the the dress, he actually kind of makes, well, the whole relationship part is kind of off to the side because the crazy guy's out there. And so Cameron invites Allison to join him and his dad, Lonnie, to hunt down Michael. And she's like, fuck, yeah, let's do this. Karen's like, don't you do it. And she's like, I'm going to do it. And she leaves. So she's with the squad going to kill. So Lori and her new hospital bunkmate, Hawkins, hey, he didn't die. I'm so happy. Hooray. They reminisce about their past and how they were really close to being a thing and just didn't work out because she was sweet on some other dude and whatever. She kind of went crazy, so it Mm. doesn't matter. But Yeah, she was a little sweet on Mike Myers because she didn't get over him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then we find out that uh, Hawkins has a little bit of regret in his heart. And like, what, what type of regret? Sure, he shot his partner in the neck and kind of caused him to die. But, <laughs> I mean, they got Michael. So you find out... At but the, what other skeletons do you have in your closet? Right? <laughs> uh, one of the cops tells him... Uh, well, actually, this was later. So Dr. Loomis tells him, like, hey, did he kill again? Did, did he kill? And then they go outside, and they are beating up Michael. And they get him down to the ground, take off his mask... And Dr. Loomis is about to blow his brains out. And then here comes Hawkins, being trying to be a good person, stops Dr. Loomis from killing Michael. And so Hawkins says, like, this is all on me. I should have just let them kill that crazy person. But I assumed that, you know, that was somebody's kid and he's a people and I should kind of trust, you know. Plus I sh- he was hired by the studios to keep this gravy train rolling. Right. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> So it is, it's it's bad. And then so Hackett feels really bad because all these people wouldn't have been dead if he just let him die. But Hawkins, you mean? Yeah, Hawkins. Yeah. So at this point, Tommy has a just gigantic mob at the hospital. And he's like, let's fucking do this. Uh, Lori tells him that, hey, Michael's coming here because he wants me. And then they actually did tell her that, no, the crazy doctor was leading him there. It's not really about you. It's not always about you. Yeah. I mean, if that if I was Lori, I'm like, that's another bitch wants me, and he knows where I am, so let's let's make a plan. So, while it's happening, you find out that another person escaped with Michael uh, that night. I'm going to say years ago. No, that night. When the, when the bus went all <laughs> Yeah, the longest yeah. night ever. Yeah, it feels like years because it was. So Probably the night before. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that crazy guy actually made it to the hospital, and you find out he was the one in the car that scared everybody at the beginning. So Tommy didn't see Michael. He saw the crazy guy trying to drive away. And so the crazy guy, someone's like, oh, shit, it's Michael. Michael's here. And so everyone freaks out, and the you know, the thing that happens with a mob, don't take much to get, get him going, and whipped into a frenzy. So they start chasing this poor man all through the hospital. Karen finds <laughs> him. And it's like, hey, I'll protect you because I know you're not Michael because Michael's gigantic and you are tiny. I am taller than you. And so she tries to hide him, but the mob finds him and he hops out a window and kills himself. And they show him just smushed on the ground. I was like, God damn. With his broken arm and his fucking jacked up leg. It was. Peter Pettigrew self threw himself out a window. He sure did look like Peter Pettigrew. (laughs) That poor dude. Mm -hmm. So while this happens, Karen uh, still not that down to fight uh she realizes that michael's heading toward the home just like the other crew realizes that so allison heads to the house because what you do without getting back up or anything i'd have called like hey michael he's coming to the house get everybody over here but not like nah they'll get here at some point uh lonnie the dad actually goes in 
without the kids. But I wouldn't have kids going with me either. That's really stupid. But Michael just takes him out 10 seconds in when he goes in and closes the door. So the kids run in and they find... <laughs> they find Lonnie... Uh, well, Cameron finds his dad mushed up in the like attic entrance. So Michael, he's so goddamn tall. He mushed him up and just put him up there. Uh, and then Michael rushes Cameron, stabs him three times in the stomach, and Cameron tries his best to fight him off, but he gets super duper fucked up, and so he's just hanging off the stairway, and Allison tries to shoot him with shotgun, he blocks that, and actually pushes her ass down the stairs, she breaks her leg, mm-hmm. and so uh, Allison is trying her best to get Michael to not kill Cameron, but as he walks by his body as he's going down the stairs, he just twists his head all the way around and just keeps walking. He's like, nah. He was already, already oh, yeah. really he fucking died. dead. He would have died or been in a super duper coma and then died. But mm-hmm. uh, Cameron, he is super dead. So as Michael's about to kill Allison, we see Karen comes in. Hooray with a pitchfork. And stabs Michael in the back. And Micah said, that's the first time. No, 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 don't oh. say it. Oh, oh yeah. no, no, okay, you can say that part. I was going to say, you're going to ruin my my seven words, oh, yeah. but no, that won't ruin it. I no, know no. what you're about to say. Yeah, that he actually showed pain for Yeah, for, for he once. like flailed like, oh my god, I've stabbed, I've been shot in the chest, like, what the fuck ever. I must be bulletproof in the front, but, oh, pitchfork in the back, my only weakness. Yeah. How did she know? Uh, in some of the movies, Farm uh, there were moments where people would hit him really hard with something. Uh, there was one, he was reaching for a bar uh, for a, a jail cell, and they hit him as hard as they can with a pipe, and he actually drops his knife, and his hand, like, grimaces for a second, mm-hmm. and then he just goes back normal. I'm like, he can feel stuff sometimes, uh, but he just ignores a lot of damage. So, um, he takes the pitchfork like a G, and then Karen stomps his face. Curb stomp yeah. on that staircase. Put your mouth on that fucking step. So, oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> shit. so Michael is quietly down that. for 10 seconds. Malcolm X. Uh, uh, American, American History, History X. X. Sorry. So yeah. Karen grabs his mask and is like, hey, I know you want this mask. And he's like, yeah, I kind of do. It's my favorite. And so she leads him <laughs> down the alley. Hey, give me that bag. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. Give me a glandular problem. Yeah. <laughs> so well, she I leads him. I thought it was the same the one from the original movie. I loved that whole scene. That was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. So she leads him down the alleyway to the next street over, and she leaves it in the middle of the street, and Michael's like, oh, well, she dropped it. Right on. And then the lights come on from all the cars. Hooray, the mob is here! And they're actually going to womp the right person for once. Hooray! <laughs> the mob, they come in, and they actually swing, and they bring Michael down to the ground. Before he goes down, a guy gets his arm, like, hand almost cut off. But he's got enough strength to keep his gun up and shoots him like four times in the chest. Uh, they beat the ever-living shit out of Michael. And then Karen comes up and stabs him like the base of his neck. Like, like around just there. to the side of his spine. Yes. So he should be dead. Should. So everyone's Veritably. like, everyone's calmed down and like, hey man, we killed him. You know, right on. And then we see, I know this movie has to have some deleted scenes. Because Lori is, we need to kill him. I'm the only one that can kill him. I'm going to die and he's going to die. That's how it's going to end. And then she goes to, we can't kill him with brute force. So there is a deleted scene of her and and, and Hawkins talking. And she realizes what they're doing Dude, is not the right I feel, idea. I feel like there were some major character development yeah. in this movie for Jamie Lee Curtis's character. But... We just missed all of it. Yeah. And they tried to just do, like, the main bullet points. Yeah. <laughs> it was she, like, okay. It was really weird. She what changed. the context? Yeah, she changes her plan. So for 40 years, she's like, when he comes back, I am going to burn him alive in my house. That is the plan. I'm whomping so, this bitch. So brute force was her plan this whole time. And then out of nowhere, she's like, we can't stop him with brute force. Every time he kills, he transcends and becomes something more. And then uh, the old guy from the first movie, the sheriff, then... Uh, he wants to get close and probably take the mask off and look at him and shoot him in the head or something. He doesn't. And then he gets his throat cut by Michael. Michael gets up like nothing happened to him. He literally turned around like he was a three-year-old pretending to nap and there was a cookie on the floor. Yeah. And then Michael proceeds to kill everybody in the mob one by one because they're like, well, we put him down once. Let's do it again. But Michael learned all your moves. And then it's just Michael and Tommy... And Tommy swings with old 
Huckleberry. Huckleberry, I was going to say, I don't know what. I'll be your Huckleberry. And he gets stabbed. And then he goes down, and then Michael grabs old Huckleberry and mushes his head in like a cantaloupe. And I was like, no. So we would have saw Paul Rudd get his face mashed in. Which, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to see that. That would have been cool. <laughs> so, um, don't y'all be touching him, man. Karen, she gets to the, well, she was already at the house, and she looks up and she sees a ghostly after image of Michael when he killed his family, or his sister, just his sister. Different versions have him kill the whole family. Mm-hmm. So she heads up to the window that Michael, that's, that's been his plan this whole time. He just want to get back to his sister's room and stand out looking out at Haddonfield or just looking at himself. That's that's what he wanted this whole time. Karen's up there just looking, just like, what, what does this crazy dude want? <gasps> oh, no. Michael was there and stabs the ever-living shit out of her. And she goes down. And then the movie ends. <laughs> Uh, this, in my head, I was like, oh man, this is like Empire Strikes Back. This is a sad ending. Uh, so yeah, the next one, Halloween, ends. I'm curious if it's going to be the same night. I kind of hope it's not because Lori won't be strong enough to do anything. I would like if Michael got away and then next year, they're like, he's going to come back. And then mm-hmm. they just fight him so he can and heal up. And they've spent a year trying to figure yeah. out what to do. Yeah. He can heal up. I don't think Karen's dead. I just think she's fucked up really, really bad. And then everybody. Which will make Allison fucked up. Yeah. Which will make Laurie fucked up. So I'm I'm betting that time's gonna go by because I'm fine if it's if three movies happen in one night. It wouldn't be the first time that happened in a series, but it'd be cool if they didn't do that. So it would be horrifically shitty if they didn't have Laurie fighting yeah. like a motherfucker. Yeah, I need Laurie strong again. Like real she, fighting. She took Lori. too many hits in the first one. That's why she was just kind of in a hospital. Yeah. So. Uh, Katie, who is your favorite character in Halloween Kills? Um, my favorite character was Michael. He was horrific. And, you know, if you've never seen any of these Halloween films, you probably are at least a little bit of aware a little bit aware of the character because he pops up on every Halloween. Somebody that you know dresses up like this guy because it's the easiest costume in the world to get your hands on. Um... It's barn clothes and a mask. Yeah, but I love that... (laughs) 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 Fucking barn clothes. (laughs) Barn clothes. I I love that... No. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at something else. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I love that he just doesn't talk and doesn't say a damn word. The only sound he makes in this whole film is his breathing that you hear for like... A minute while it's like dead silent and there's no sound of anything else happening. Okay, in um, that one moment, my heart rate was up to like 115. That's the point. Because it was absolute silence and his creepy ass breath, and I was like, <clears throat> I yeah. got it. Keep going. Jesus, baby. that's the point. Um, and it was really <laughs> fucking good. Like, he's just so scary and horrific and. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he was the main point of this film, so I really liked him a lot. Emma. Uh, my favorite character was the plot build in this movie. I could not pick a favorite because there wasn't enough Lori. Uh, Allison was poop. Karen made me upset. Tommy was an asshole. The kid, Cameron was, Cameron's a bitch. Damn, don't you say everybody shit. You know, I mean, it just... I couldn't pick a favorite favorite because everybody sucked. Yeah, but the story build for what they're going to do with this... It's like a filler episode that you actually like. Yeah. Exposition! Exactly. And it was a lot. And I was like, fuck, he out here cutting Achilles? He stuck a knife in the middle of somebody's wrist? Dude, that whole fucking scene with him just... Fucking up everybody in a different individual fashion. He shoved a knife through that guy's forearm and then pulled really, really hard and off came his hand. I was like, oh, ow. Yeah. No, thank you. Boo. Micah, you. Uh, Mm -hmm. So Mike was definitely my favorite. So since Katie already picked it, I have another one in mind. More of an honorable mention because it's a small thing, but uh, dude who got his freaking wrist 
just sliced in half <laughs> with that knife English and then yeah. still picks up that gun and goes, uh-uh, I was here for a mission. You're going down. <laughs> nah, bitch. Put five in bullets in his fucking chest. Stab this, bitch. Still wasn't hey. enough, but, I mean, it's Mike Myers, so what are you, you going to do? Um, but, yeah, uh, since he was the honorable mention slash Slasher. 1A slasher, yeah. Uh, Mike Myers is definitely the easiest choice in this. Everybody who tried to be a character in this movie just kind of fell flat. And I have a feeling it's not anybody's fault except for the executives. I mean, it's the easiest thing to blame because it's always their fault as to why movies end up the way they do. Yeah. Which sucks because, you know, the only way that's going to change is if people don't put their money in it and people are always going to be there to put their money in it. <sighs> but we get the director's cuts for that, right? Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> Which they release for... way later and we yeah. spend money on. I'm excited yeah, but for the, they get, the, the executives get their money's worth. But I don't so. need... That's the problem is I don't want to watch the mm. same movie seven times because I'm watching the regular cut, then the director's cut, then the director's cut with commentary, then the black and white cut, then the this cut, then the that cut. Like That's what we're here for. That's how we get content, Katie. <laughs> there are so many fucking new idea movies we could be watching. I'm not trying to watch the same... I don't have time to watch the same movie eight fucking times, okay? I don't have time for that. Please, listeners, disregard. She does not speak for this podcast. Bullshit! Her opinions are of her own. Bullshit! <laughs> Oh, it is. So, so my favorite character, I wrote The Shape. So obviously, uh, Mike. Mm-hmm. In this movie, so in the first one, uh, because he seemed human, and even though he's doing hardcore stuff and he's always been super strong, I assumed that he was still a human. That's why I called him The Shape. I didn't say Michael Myers. But in this one, when he got up, after they shot him five times and stabbed him, he got up like nothing hurt. I realized that they may be going some type of supernatural angle in the next one. They have to, they don't have to explain why he can't get up the way he does, but if they want to explain it, they got to bring up something a little supernaturally. And they get, I mean, the original idea was he was part of a cult and he was pure evil. Not the devil, he was just pure evil, and that's why he could get up from things, and his body wasn't broken from doing stuff. In the second movie, he got his eyes shot out. And in the next movie, he had eyes again. And they were just like, he's evil. So uh, that was always the excuse <laughs> until you you found out there was a cult behind him. Mm-hmm. And they were the ones breaking him out every goddamn time. And they're like, oh. And they were trying to use him to take over the world. It's, it got Those movies got weird. But uh, he's really cool. So I'm curious what they're going to do in the third movie. Because Lori realizes that they can't just whomp his ass because he'll just get back up. So I'm curious what her plan is kill him and I honestly think she's gonna die in the next one because yeah. she'll be like oh I know how to do it and she'll lock everybody else out she's like okay let's go and then they both die looking at each other probably with the mask off and then she'll see the face but we won't see it so um and then I actually like Tommy uh he was tough and crazy you could tell that he did not get over this 40 years ago and so when he got the chance to actually swing and fight He's like, let's fucking do this. And he got the whole town to help him. Uh, he was cool. I'm sad he won't be in the next one. <laughs> I was like, that's so cool. He, he seemed really cool. But I think they used this movie to add new people because Lori was out. That was Lori's spot that he took. So I think in the next movie, she will be normal again, strong, and she'll fight. So I'm betting the next one won't have a lot of extra people because they needed somebody to be up front swinging. Uh, Katie, who is your least favorite character? The crazy ass townspeople of Haddonfield. God damn it, get out of my head. <laughs> um, they went from zero to Beauty and the Beast mob real quick. Yup. They. But it's all part of Mike's master plan. Yeah. The, the idea <laughs> that like forty hicks with sticks could take down this <gasps> giant mutant who and has been bullets. fucking stabbed. In every part of his body and melted and, like, curb stomped and pitchforked and all these different things. And then nothing fucking happens to him is insanity. Sounds like some kind of band name or... 40 Hicks with Sticks trying to pull a Nicks. (laughs) 40 Hicks with Sticks. The 40 Hicks with Sticks beat down. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's just, like, it's absurd. (laughs) And, And then when they fucking, like, stormed that hospital... 
and ran through that hospital and wrecked it. Dude, it was like, fucking brutal. Those cops, like, that would not have happened. No. Because those cops in that hospital would have pulled their sidearms and started firing Plus, at the ceiling even in a at small these people. Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even in a small town. Even, this would not happen. Even mm-hmm. in a small town, there's no way in fuck that the entire town would rally to one fucking thing. Yeah. You know, well, no based on the size, way. based on the size of that hospital, Haddonfield is not that small. There was no. a lot of floors. There, that was a big hospital. Oh, based on the size of that hospital, and based on the fucking length of road throughout that town, yeah. <laughs> yes, where you have every yes. single person in but, the town involved, but, but somehow you never run into each other. The idea that they those people would be able to just wreck that hospital like that and run through it. They were like knocking doctors over and knocking on the And some of the doctors were even three in on it. down yeah. the stairs. I was yeah, like, y'all like, out here not... risking staff? What? It's like, what do you expect? If you fuck up this hospital, what's going to happen although, when it's time to, for you to leave the hospital when he fucking like murders you? It's not too far from a, a real situation that's happening currently in our timeline. A little different, though. People aren't rioting oh, a through different. a hospital. People are just yelling and bitching rioting online and midst. saying that they don't trust hospitals or trust doctors or scientists. Yeah, but even And then ending up in hospitals and dying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Agreed. No, they're protesting. They're not, Say what timeline you live not in rioting. without directly saying what timeline you live in. <laughs> the fucking bad one. Uh, Emma the short straw Um, I said the lack of Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie was my least favorite character I understand that she went through some shit in the last one she got royally fucked up and yes to aid to the plot of how everything goes I get that you have to show her convalesce and show her like trying to not be bleeding from the gut. But the lack of Jamie Lee Curtis made me so upset in this. (laughs) It was just... It was another one of those situations where every single scene and every single part that she was a part of was what made up the entire trailer of this movie. And so you go, oh, fuck, this is going to be the Jamie Lee Curtis beatdown. It was not. It was the Jamie Lee Curtis went into a hospital and then she got stitched up and then she was sad and stabbed herself in the ass and then it was mm. done. What a dramatic stab of that fucking needle too. Probably fucking hurt. Yeah. Well, she stabbed it from like this like I know. arms reach into her body. I don't understand why she stabbed it so hard. Probably fucking hurt. Plus, she's been was, crazy for years. And if 40 it was painkiller, that painkiller tends to burn when you inject it, not when you stab it. Again, she's been crazy for forty years, so yeah. maybe lay off of Jamie Lee Curtis. Exactly. Okay? exactly. <laughs> she's seen some shit. Okay. Okay, Micah. Least favorite. Judy Greer's character. Huh. Karen. Karen. <laughs> was her name really? Yes. yes. Her name is true. Absolutely. <sighs> to the full extent. I mean, of the word. who wears a Christmas sweater on Halloween? Karen. That was her. That was her costume. I mean, was it a costume? Yes. Probably. Or was it? Oh, her? no! I don't think they celebrate Halloween, so I think no. they did some like Christmassy thing or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's kind of cute. Her husband was silly, and that's why he's dead. Well, oh, cute, yeah, because they were meeting at the house. This is why we okay, should. We cute. needed to watch yeah, both of them. That was the problem. <laughs> Damn it, year old us, why can't you remember? Right. <laughs> year old us. Um, but, yeah, her character was just kind of shitty. Like, I'm trying to protect my mom, who's trying to protect me. And, oh, she was right, but I'm still trying to protect her by not telling her the truth when yeah. it's like... But if you give her all the facts, she'll know what to do. Give her all the facts, you're crazy. You're a normal person. I have to protect you from the evils of. But Karen, evil character. Uh, I I, it's you know what? Okay, my (laughs) beef with Judy Greer is that her typecast is a Karen character, and she's totally like, like I feel like she's not that person in real life. 
but she's always this like weak-willed like shrill voice just kind of I don't know. I That's just the way her face looks. I yeah, I know. Just the way her voice so, but she commits to it so <laughs> hard. She, she does such a good job portraying these people, you know, she plays characters that you want to hate. And, you know, it's except like Except on PBS. Except on PBS. And she's she's a very handsome woman. She's a fucking moon. She's not even a person on PBS. Not I'm just not in general, in general. Ah, okay. No, but all the, like, mom character roles that she fills is, like, that stereotypical, like, I lived my life, so I have to protect my, my offspring from that life that I lived. But she committed to it. So it's not against Judy Greer. Judy Greer is amazing. Keep on keeping on. But the characters that they keep putting you in, they all suck. Aw, poor Karen. Except for, like, your roles in children's films, like Luna and Storybots, and yep. you're pretty cool in those roles. Otis. So, Katie and Micah, they said my picks. So I wrote Karen, and in Crazy Mob. Uh, the mob, I guess, helped put him down, but then he got back up, and then the mob did nothing. So, unfortunately, yeah. Damn uh, it! I forgot the most important part of my, the, my least favorite part of her character. What? But then again, I... Sorry. Interject because now I'm thinking about it and I will save it for my seven words. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, tried to tried to jump the shark there. But no, uh, ooh, hopefully Wrong I don't say anything. Uh, Carol's poop for all the points that Micah brought up, but yeah. So let's <laughs> do seven word synopsis. Oh, I forgot a fun fact. This is the twelfth installment of the Halloween franchise, um, and really good one. One was not good. So uh, I have a lot. Because I actually sat down and did them. So, my first one. Uh, Halloween kills, just like Empire Strikes Back. Evil dies tonight. Oh, no, it didn't. Just like Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> just like Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it didn't. Uh, Paul Rudd's face would have been mush. That would have been cool. Like I'm glad Empire that wasn't Stri- okay, Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, the shape was extra violent in this film. He was really, really violent. He was a bit. And then I have a 14-word synopsis because I realized, like, I said the whole thing and I was like, damn, it's 14. Not well. Double dipping. Yeah. So, Haddonfield mob justice is the best justice till it gets you all fucking stabbed. (laughs) That's the damn truth. That's my 14-word synopsis. Katie. Everyone in Haddonfield underestimates Michael except Lori. Yup. Allison was dumb bitch. So was Karen. <laughs> you had to leave out, uh, <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> you dumb, dumb bitch. You dumb bitch. <laughs> yes, exactly that. Um, good kills, new lore, not enough Lori. Oh. Micah. Why not just go for the head? Yes. Uh, I have to think that all these worlds don't have <laughs> horror movies like the way that they should. They're Even though in the first one they were watching, I think Evil Dead in the first movie. None of these folks watch Endgame. Um, I'm I'm gonna be real though. I don't care if you watch horror or play horror games or know the genre. If someone is coming at you with a knife, you don't go for their legs. You don't go for their arms. You don't go for their shoulders or their torso. Aim for the eyeball because that yeah. will inevitably make it stop. Yeah. Oh. I am one of those people who would not, like, killing is never a thing that no. I would want to be a part of. No. I, I couldn't even, like, hurt an animal, mm-hmm. like a tiny animal. I, like, couldn't even kill a mouse. Mm-hmm. But um, if someone was trying to kill me... That's game on. Like, yep. if you are legitimately coming at me with the intent to kill, then I will also come at you with the intent to kill. And let me tell you, I am, I'm going to stab or punch or whatever I got to do as many times as it takes until your yep. body can't function anymore. Like, I'm just removing your head from your body. Mm-hmm. We're not waiting. Yeah. We're not just like, I'm going to stab you a couple times and then leave you in the middle of the street. <laughs> and walk away. 
hope you don't get up. I'm like, no, that's not happening. All right, Micah. Did you finish? I don't know. Did you? Because <laughs> Mike Myers sure didn't. Oh, man. Anyway. Old Huckleberry ain't gonna drop jack shit. <laughs> you right. That was a shitty ass He picked bat. up a bat and I was like, you fucking fool. Right? You pissed off Michael. Body's gonna drop. Yeah. And then all these are alliteratives. Gross, gory, guts, gooey, glass, and garrot. That's every single kill in that film. Anger assists absolute asshole assassinate almost all. <laughs> and then evil eternal extremely excruciating executioner engages everyone. Wow. Yeah. She's smart. Yeah. That's so, what they tell me. This movie came out October 15th. That was a few days ago. 2021. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was, Katie? $20 million. Micah. 21 million. How dare you? Emma. 25 dollar, dude. I half expected you to be like 20 and 1 dollar. I thought that. You You said 20 million and you like cocked your chin up. You're like, I fucking dare you. Say it. Say it. So, the uh, uh, Micah and Emma's plan to go up just a little bit didn't really work this time yes. because Ooh. the budget was $20 million. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Good thing I didn't say, and $1. Jamie mm-hmm. Lee get a fat-ass paycheck. Yeah. So, the I have the numbers for Thursday night. Ooh, yeah. I'm curious. Uh, so, what do you guys think Halloween Kills made on Thursday night? Katie. Fuck, I don't know. Our theater was packed, though. Uh, Did you see it in theaters before you came here to watch it? No, oh. I drive by our theater when, or like, it's right on the corner when I get off the freeway to get yeah. in. So the parking lot has been packed all last night and all day today. Mm-hmm. So a lot, I'm assuming. Um, fuck, I left my case. Uh, one night, thirty million. Mike, damn. Uh, I'm going to say 470000 Okay. Emma. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do math in my brain. Let's do 856000 So That is specific. Halloween Kills made $4.85 dollars dues. God damn. It's almost God damn. So, Katie out here with the right idella. It is probably on pace uh, to easily hit 30, 40 million. Uh, well, didn't the last one make like over 250? It did a really good. I can't remember. I make like, like 30, 18. So, make like 30, 35 this weekend, probably. Should, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and this is a film that came out uh, on Peacock, just to do it like that. And it's coming out, yeah, uh, 10, 15 million. Two hundred fifty-five million, the yeah. the one that came out in theater. So, uh, as long as it makes this budget, I'll be happy. Though they don't care; they're already working on the next one. So yeah. it doesn't matter if this fails or not because they're making the last one. Yeah, so. they they've already got it planned and prepped. Yeah, I mean they 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 don't sell these movies to make money on the movie itself. They sell it to make money on the the rights and the, the costumes, uh, costumes the oh, yeah. and the yeah. oh yeah because there's gonna be people that want that mask. I was telling Katie when we were driving here, I was like that mask is fucking cool, the burnt one. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely there's gonna be people probably next Halloween. This Halloween. Yeah, if they could find it. Uh, Michael. And easily, They're just gonna get a Michael Myers one and try to burn it themselves. Yeah, uh, it, it looks really cool. So obviously there's there's money to be had in this franchise. So, uh, oh, minority kill count. So we try to do some counting. Uh, we do see, we did see, some minorities in this movie. For sure they, six of them died. Yeah, but we're going to just be safe and just say ten. Because there's probably some that we didn't see. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, mob death action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Swift, quick, quick mob death So action. the new minority kill count number is 176. And it's, you know, Turtle. And so we are. I need at a t-shirt that. that says "and a Tito turtle." Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Halloween Kills? Go fucking watch it. But please watch it after you rewatch the first one. Future Otis, please edit this into the beginning of the episode. I mean, we spoil all of them, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but this movie came out two days ago, so this one. He literally <laughs> sees dead people. Oh my god. <laughs> what? How dare you? He's out you here. ruined it for me. He's out here with Bruce Willis just <laughs> fucking shit up. Okay. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Halloween, like, uh, I don't got anything. The second movie, it wasn't about Michael Myers. It was about masks that killed you if you had them on when Halloween night hit. It was a really shitty movie. It was about the mask? Not his mask. Masks. Just normal masks in the world. I know. I was thinking about the mask. So oh. is that kind of a throwback? How all everybody that got killed got covered in a mask? So fun fact. Those yeah, three, those we got three, another fun fact. Yeah, there those three masks that he had on the dead bodies in the playground mm-hmm. and stuff. Those were the three main masks in the second movie. Nice. Yeah. That makes sense because we saw the skeleton mask on the kid, but we didn't see the witch mask mm-hmm. on, the, on the kid yeah. or the other mask. So those masks. Also, I forgot to interject my gripe about the ending. Oh yeah. Uh, my gripe about the ending is it didn't make any fucking sense. It it feels like the original ending where it just ended. Michael disappeared, okay, and they were like, "Where'd but, he go?" But and it just even ends. even so, even so, I don't feel like that ending was a throwback. I, it was just a edited ending where she's just in the house. You know, her fucking daughter, all the everybody was outside, but somehow Michael Myers got in and stabs her dead. Like, he stabs her to the ground. Like, question mark. I, it just, there was no build up to it. There was no anything. Like, it wasn't a surprise because it just felt like they edited a different ending into this. It's like they had like eight different endings and they were like, eh, just put that one on there. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it is an interesting ending. And a couple of the movies actually had different endings that. Depending on which DVD you got, you got a different ending. Ooh, Damn. That is some 2000, That's cool. <laughs> 2000 CD yeah. That's like right some there. collectible, like, hey, I got some trading cards. I got some trading DVDs. Yeah. Let's see what you got. In part six, that's the one with Paul Rudd, The Legend of Michael Myers. Uh, at the end, after they like stuff him full of poison syringes and beat the fuck out of him, they leave. And then they actually they look away from him and they look back. The mask is on the ground and the body is gone. They're like, where the fuck did he go? And then they're like, let's get out of here. They leave. Dr. Loomis says, go. I'm going to find Michael. He goes in and they hear screams and that's how the movie ends. But, but see, another version, he goes in and he finds the main bad guy of the cult. And the cult guy kills him. And then he becomes the new controller of... of the shape and Michael's like, okay, you're in charge now, because that's what the bad guy wanted the whole time. He wanted to be in charge of Michael, and so Michael's I like, I need to go back and watch some of these. Cause they're crazy. I, I'm not up to to date on the lore of Michael. It's a lot, and they realized that's a lot, so they go back and just reset. Yeah, it. no, that. But this ending, All it didn't stuff, feel like sorry. a cliffhanger. It didn't feel like a okay, this is gonna lead off into the next one. It was literally just. Okay, yeah. well, we're going to end it I, with Mike coming back and killing somebody. I feel like, and I was like what? I feel like there's something that? else there. But we'll see when the DVD comes out. I feel like there's something else there. But we don't there. have to be okay with it. I don't care how common it is. It sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome, welcome to our horror ending. podcast yeah. where dumb shit like that happens. Yeah. Every Freddy, every Freddy, Freddy movie Jason, ends with Michael, him Chucky, coming back for all of reason. them. All of Leprechaun, all of them, they end this way. Let's go back to Jason. All sorts of crazy shit happens. The good guys Ah! think they killed the bad guy, and everyone's celebrating. And then, like two seconds from the end, bad guy. When we when we did when we did Jason X, it was just you and me, right? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, yes. Okay, but I will say for how shitty that movie was, all the ending was the best part. How he ended up on a duplicate planet where he could just go wreak havoc on his own home world again on a different. I liked it. He's like, oh, shit, star. He's like, oh, make a wish. Oh, yeah. It's a mess. (laughs) It's a fucking great ending. This ending sucked. Come on, go back to that. (laughs) Even if it was cheesy, like, we'd be here for it. 
Because I felt like, uh, what's his name? Um, You're so heated over that. I am so heated over that ending. They killed, they killed Judy Greer. You don't kill you don't fuck did. with Judy Greer. Yeah, they didn't kill Judy did. Greer. No, I know. They killed Karen. I don't think she's dead. She's not dead. No, exactly. They literally made it so the grandma is incapacitated, the mom is incapacitated, and now Allison is the only possible with choice. Bro- with a broken leg? She's fucked up, oh, too. Everybody's fucked think, up. They're I think all it's going to be heal. a time jump. Yeah. They're all... Yeah. They're all going to heal by the next year. They're all going to the next Mecha Karen, and they will destroy... Okay. Mecha Karen versus Mega Shark. Oh my god! Okay. But our Twitter is Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. Hey, our Facebook. The episodes pop up instantly on there. You should check it out. It's really fun and it helps lazy <laughs> people like me <laughs> put them everywhere. Uh, oh, a studio feed to us. Thank you so much for the artwork. Uh, there's some surprises coming up uh, very soon for you folks to to hear and watch and stuff so i'm very excited for that uh but thank you so much for listening we'll be back tomorrow with another scary movie so thank you so much for listening see you guys later bye toots still a better ending than that goddamn movie